Hi guys, welcome to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily. The purpose of this podcast is to help you live a more empowered life through sharing my tips, my guidance, and my experiences on health, fitness, nutrition, and mindset, and hopefully we'll have some laughs along the way too. Any questions that you have about anything I talk about in the upcoming episodes, you can reach me over on Instagram at underscore em.powered. Thank you so much for giving me your time to listen today. I am super grateful and so glad you are here and I hope you enjoy the upcoming episode. Hi guys, welcome back to the Mission Empowered podcast with me, your host, Emily. No video today, girls. To be honest with you, I got myself in a bit of a tiz this week um, about recording on video. I was like, right, well, I need to do it a day that I can put makeup on. And I bloody don't ever wear makeup. And I don't even know why I was thinking about that because I throw my face all over Instagram, bearing its own natural beauty all of the time. So I don't know why I was stressed about it, but it was. Anyway, I got myself in a tiz. Then I was like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow, I'll do it tomorrow. And as we know, do it tomorrow, tomorrow never comes. So here we are on a Sunday morning recording it because I was just like, Emily, just get it done. Um, so no video today, but we are going to do still a fantastic episode um, all about understanding PMS, why it happens and giving ourselves a bit of self-compassion about it. Because something I always say to my clients is the reason I'm so passionate about educating people on how our body works and why, you know, things happen to us is that when we can link to understanding something, it makes us be less harsh on ourselves or it makes us go, oh, that makes sense. And when we make sense of things, we're more inclined to, you know, when we understand why we're doing it, we're more in, we're more inclined to do it. But the same things about, you know, about your period is that if we could understand why it's happening or that actually it's completely fucking normal that it's happening, it makes us relieve that stress of, of digging ourselves out around it. So we got the five biggest PMS things. If I have missed any off girls, please feel free to drop me a DM and, you know, I will help explain them. But the five biggest ones are scale weight bloatedness, hunger cravings, bad body image, energy fatigue, and our skin. Okay, so these are the ones that I think are really impacted around PMS. So we're just going to delve into today why they happen and not necessarily what we can do to relieve them because, you know, PMS is or can be part of, of a normal menstrual cycle. Um, probably a little side note to say is that if you are bedridden with PMS, I would definitely recommend going to speak to your GP because we don't want to be bedridden. Um, you know, a little bit of bloatedness, tiredness, cravings, like a little bit, you know, is completely normal as long as we can function day to day. If it is stopping you functioning day to day, I would definitely recommend speaking to a menstrual cycle specialist or going to see your GP and hearing what they say. So, we're going to just cover the, the them five basics, starting off with number one, which is scale weight and bloatedness, because I feel like this is the most common one that a lot of us do experience. And I think as well, it's important to say here that your PMS symptoms will differ. Not every single month are you maybe going to experience bloatedness. Maybe it's only some months, maybe some months it's for three days, maybe some months it's, it's for one day. Again, there's so many things that factor in and affect PMS um, that it's just, it, it's again, really important to understand that, that it's normal to change. Okay, before I get into it, guys, I am freezing. It is August bank holiday. What the actual F I'm sitting. Good job I haven't got the bloody video on with a blanket around me because I will not put the freaking heating on in August. 
uh, and I feel like you can hear it in my voice. I'm a bit like, anyway, so I'll try and loosen up. Scale weight bloatedness, why does it happen? So we retain water anytime our body goes through hormonal fluctuation. Now, obviously, we know during the menstrual cycle, our hormones go through a huge fluctuation, okay? So I want you to imagine it like a wave, okay? This is where the video would have been good, but like a wave. So coming up and then going down and coming up and going down, and every time your body goes through quite a large wave, it retains water because that's what happens when your body goes through hormonal fluctuations. So again, I am going to, this is about PMS, but if you are on, if you are on medication that causes hormonal change, a side effect will most probably be water retention, bloatedness. And now logically, I want you to understand this because everyone gets freaked out when they weigh themselves around the period that the scales go up. Like, oh, it really bugs me because I feel like fucking Weight Watchers and Slim Worlds have drilled in that your progress is on scale weight and it's not. Your scale weight should go up through the month because your hormones should fluctuate through the month, okay? It should go up and down. So logically think about like this. If you if your body is retaining water, okay, it's retaining a substance. So therefore, the scale weight, of course, is going to go up if your body is retaining more than what it was the week before. It's logic. So you need to not get hung up that two, three days, maybe even seven days before your period, that your scale weight goes up, okay? Now, it's not just before your period we go through this hormonal fluctuation. It's before ovulation as well. So again, there's a lot of misinformation out there that your body only only goes through water retention before you do on, when actually... It might be two, three weeks before you do on when you're going through ovulation as well. And you go through this twice a month. So again, remember, we ovulate, then your period comes later. But that's twice in a month that your hormones are fluctuation. That's twice in a month that you may, fi- you may feel bloated and retain water and see, it, see your scale weight jump up and then come back down. But this is why understanding scale fluctuations are completely fucking normal is really helpful as well. So it's not just around your period, it's around ovulation that you can experience jumping scale weight, bloatedness, water retention. It's also important to understand as well that our main sex hormones, the estrogen and progesterone, which we relate to our hormones, also stimulate other hormones in your body that cause that cause water retention because they 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 um stimulate your body to retain sodium salt which then will retain water so this isn't a science lesson this is a a compassion education lesson of like it's normal and it isn't just your period it's it's well it is your period it it is your menstrual cycle but it's also not just your menstrual cycle hormones them hormones also have an effect on other hormones in your body which also retain water which is why we do not judge progress on scale weights alone ever ever because like i've just said twice a month we are going to go through these hormonal changes twice a month other hormones in your body are going to be stimulated to retain water okay give yourself a freaking break and don't go off the scale weight for progress but that's why coming into our period we do get scale weight bloatedness okay and possibly a couple of weeks before that your scale weight jumps up again it's due to ovulation because when our hormones fluctuate 
it goes through water retention. So that is number one. The next one is why do we get hunger and cravings? Okay. And I don't know if I just said this actually at the beginning. The answer, spoiler alert, I don't know if I've just said this, but I'll say it again. The answer to all of these things is hormones. <laughs> there's no, there's no fast, there's no fancy way of doing it. It's it, it, every PMS symptoms we we feel it is down to hormones. So that's the spoiler alert, but let's delve into why. So hunger and cravings. The the first answer again is hormones, but we have got a part B to this answer. Okay. So answer to to part the answer part. This is because I'm cold, can't get my weird out. Part A answer of why we get hunger cravings around our around our periods is like I said, it's due to a shift in hormones. So again, your main sex hormones, progesterone, estrogen around your menstrual cycle. Progesterone can stimulate your appetite, okay? Progesterone can stimulate your appetite, which will make you feel a little bit hungrier, okay? Estrogen, on the other hand, is your appetite suppressant. So if you think both of these hormones, estrogen and progesterone, go up and down through our menstrual cycle. So we are going to experience when progesterone is high, we are going to feel hungrier. When estrogen is low, we are going to feel hungrier. That's what happens because one is a suppressant and one is an appetite stimulant. So that is part A, that hormonally, when your body is going through these peaks and troughs, you may feel hungrier, you may feel less satisfied. We've all had that where we feel like a bottomless pit or we all say, oh, I could eat the world. And again, this is due to when your hormones your hormones drop. So you're not having that um, appetite suppressant being there to like normalize eating meals. It's gone. So therefore you're going to feel hungrier. Okay. So that is part A is that due to the drop in these hormones, you are going to feel um due to the peaks and troughs of these hormones, you can feel hungrier and you can feel less satisfied around your period. Part B though, is a psychological effect of our period. So we all know, and this this relates into to point three that I'm gonna go into. When you are on your period or coming on your period, if you feel bloated, tired, a little bit of bad body image, we can have the need to reach for carby, sugary, fatty foods to make us feel better. Now, sometimes it's okay to utilize food to give you that little feeling of, oh, like I know for me, if I'm ever due on and I'm experienced bad PMS, as I said, this isn't every single cycle, it's just, you know, some cycles. But all, all I want to do is sit with a hot water bottle, a hot chocolate and some biscuits. Because I know that that'll make me feel better. And that's okay to do that. But what we don't want to be doing is using like food as a crutch, you know, and absolutely inhaling a whole freaking tub of Ben and Jerry's, a Domino's pizza, all the cookies. Like, we, obviously, we don't want to go down that. But it is okay that when we are sometimes feeling a little bit crap around our periods, as a little pick me up to sit down, watch a film with a hot water bottle, get cozy, because if that's going to make you feel better, perfect. So again, from it, why do we get hunger cravings? Well, one, due to hormones, but two, the psychological effect of feeling a little bit shitty on your period will have you reaching for, you know, um, for 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 happy for happy stimulating foods such as your carbs, sugar, fatty foods, which do have that chemical reaction in your brain of, oh, this tastes nice, this makes me feel good. So it's okay to utilize that. 
obviously within reason that's like the side point here it's not this is not a free pass babes to go ham on the pit and mix order the dominoes the ice cream on all the cookies because actually overloading on that is going to make you freaking worse because side note if we are suffering with uh, pms symptoms sugar will actually make them feel worse because sugar is an inflammatory food so if we're of, of already uh, if we're already suffering with a bit of an inflammatory response from our period and we put a load of sugar in our system it's actually going to worsen them so just bear that in mind like i said everything within within reason but if you need that psychological pick me up of having a little brew with some biscuits and of getting cozy because actually you're feeling pretty crappy or you've got cramps um that's okay so why do we get hunger cravings one shifting hormones but two the psychological effects from pms can have us reaching for the brain stimulating foods fats and carbs and sugar but just be aware it can't can make them worse so try and keep it you know within reason and like i said this is tying in nicely to number three which is why do we get bad body image on our periods well we know the answer i've already told you is hormones so when we are experienced pms if you've ever felt like because this is one that i suffer with this is a pmsing that i suffer with um is that when i'm joanne i can literally be doing the exact same routine gym wise eating the exact same meals that i do every other week of the month i do every other day i'm getting sleeping nothing's really changing but i can look in the mirror and feel like a bag of shit and look and be like oh god like i am not appreciating what i see in the mirror but actually what i've done is got really fucking good at understanding that what i am experiencing at that moment in time is massively driven by the drop of serotonin so serotonin is is the hormone that is gonna you know motivate us makes us feel good makes us feel happy now if that drops obviously that is going to have an impact on everything okay again they all link in as everything in our freaking body does um bear with me oh hang on one second i can't pause these one second guys so um i just had a little nightmare on the computer it was saying it was low battery but we're all good so if we, if our serotonin drops out this like i said it's our happy hormone it's going to make us feel good makes us feel motivated like if we're down in the dumps it can also make us feel a little bit more anxious when it drops as well if we're experiencing all of these like negative feelings the chances are you aren't actually going to look in the mirror and go hey there sexy lady because the hormones are working against us so again having a bit of bad body image around your hormone uh, around your period is related to hormones but also if we cover what we've just mentioned about being bloated as well and about feeling you know maybe some pms pains maybe a bit of war attention like you're not going to look in the mirror and feel a 10 out of 10 so again just give yourself a little bit of break that don't don't dig yourself out if you do if you are coming on around your periods and you are feeling a bit like looking in the mirror not feeling your best self don't give that as an opportunity to absolutely slander yourself give it an opportunity to say do you know what maybe maybe now isn't the best time to start pulling myself apart start looking in the mirror because actually i know my hormones are low my serotonin's low so actually i'm just gonna bypass this today crack on and um you know it'll be fine because it's my hormones like having that attitude and understanding that it's your hormones and actually it's that isn't how your 
perceiving yourself, how you look isn't really how you look. Like having that understanding is so powerful. So yeah, hopefully that is one that you can take into future is that having bad body image is driven by our hormones, but it can be accumulative of other PMS symptoms as well. Feeling bloated, you're not going to feel your best self. So yeah, don't stress. It will pass. It will pass. And just a side note of this, the best time that you normally feel great in the mirror is around ovulation. Um, So if you're ever having times of the month where you look in the mirror and they're like, whoa, I am on fire, it probably is around your ovulation time as well. Okay, so number four then is feeling a drop in energy, an increase in fatigue, and maybe suffering with a little bit of shit sleep. Some people, I don't really experience this one, but some people do. So again, it comes down to the serotonin. So like I just said before, serotonin is our is there to motivate us to have us feeling good, have us feeling like I got this, I'm gonna do this, I'm gonna win. And, it, and if this drops, that is also gonna have an effect on our energy levels. It is gonna make us feel, again, like I said, if it makes us feel anxious, it makes us feel a little bit tired, drop in motivation, a little bit sluggish. It also has an effect on our body temperature. So if you suffer with getting, so when we are on our period, our body temperature increases slightly. So again, it can make, our sleep deserved if we're feeling a little bit warmer than usual we're not feeling cooler does anyone ever remember that always advert with the girl kicking the the, the, the duvet off her i always remember that advert but it was quite right so your um body temperature does actually slightly increase on your period and when this happens it can affect our sleep as well so if if you think about that circle of well if your body temperature increases and you're not getting great sleep you're then going to wake up and feel less energetic and a little bit more tired. But also something else you've got working against you is that drop in serotonin, which isn't also, which is contributing to us not feeling motivated. So it is a bit of a vicious circle, hopefully only for like one to two days. But again, understanding that you're not going to, rock, you know, understanding to not rock up to your workouts and beat yourself up of why you're not performing like you were. Why isn't your energy up where it was last week? And it's again because the drop in hormones, but also that drop in hormones is affecting your sleep or maybe affecting your sleep, which is then going to affect your motivation even more so. And again, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna go into a little delve in, which is what I always love to do. Let's take it back to point number two: hunger cravings. Again, if we've got hormones pushing us into hunger cravings. But then we've also got sleep being affected by our periods affecting our sleep. And we all know what happens when we don't get great sleep is it increases our cravings and our hunger. So as you can see, girls, hormones are the answer to all of our PMS symptoms, but also the effect that they have on our actions is also going to contribute to our PMS symptoms. So last one then. My, my episodes are getting really short i'm even not waffling or getting straight to the point enough or i need to fill them out a little bit more so number five is your skin breakouts of skin now for me this is one that comes and goes with my cycle i don't experience it every month but sometimes i am like wow why have i got five friends on my chin this month like who are you guys you are not invited here um and again, it comes down to to hormones. So your hormone progesterone stimulates your sebaceous glands, which creates um, sebum. So sebum is, is what 
it is like an oily substance again i'm using my hands uh, it's like an oily substance that comes to the surface of your skin and can create like spots blackheads things like that so when your progesterone is high in your menstrual cycle this is going to stimulate the production of this which can attribute to um having breakouts on your skin now this paired with another hormone your testosterone hormone which also stimulates your um sebaceous glands again can cause breakouts of skin now again just going back to like the opening of what i said here everybody's hormonal fluctuations are different so everybody is going to be affected by this differently if you have a higher testosterone um reading in your body then you probably will suffer with breakouts and spots maybe even acne a bit more than someone who doesn't okay um so it's just taking into account that your skin breaking out again is a normal pms symptom because of the hormones that are fluctuating in your body at that time progesterone testosterone these are both activating your sebaceous glands therefore they could they they could be leading to breakouts again a side note it might not be pms if you have breakouts all of the time if it is just a constant thing again it could be down to hormones but it's probably not pms it's probably down to um you know a, a hormonal and say hormonal deficiency then i don't mean that word but again, maybe like a hormonal imbalance in your body that isn't actually fluctuating, it's just there all the time. So again, go and speak to your GP. If you are suffering with acne, you know, the majority of the time, and it's not just flaring up, I think it's important to understand that actually it could be something that needs to be delved into. Quick drink stop. So that's it. 20 minutes. I need to waffle longer, guys. But hopefully it was straight to the point. So now we understand the most common symptoms of PMS, which is scale weight bloatedness, hunger cravings, bad body image, lack in energy and fatigue, and skin. They're all down to hormones. Now, just because they're down to hormones doesn't mean that we're not going to influence them by our actions. Because as I said before, feeling feeling hungry and craving on your period could lead you to overeat massively on sugar. Now, what that's going to do is impact your PMS symptoms even more. It's going to impact your energy levels. It's going to impact how you feel. So again, it's just take. I need to stop saying again. I, I would hate to do a way count of how many times I say again in this podcast, but I do, and do know, repeat myself because sometimes it's important to, to get the point across. But it's just remembering that, yes, it's hormonal, but how we react to our hormones is also going to influence it. Bad body image, it's going to pass. Energy fatigue, set yourself up with a solid nighttime routine. Do everything you can in your power to help relieve these symptoms. If you suffer with bad breakout of your skin, make sure you're following a half-decent skin routine. Cleanse, tone, all of that jazz. I'm not a skin specialist, but my best mate is, you know, and she drills it into me. Make sure you are maybe... You know, going for a facial once a month if you know that you're suffering with breakouts to make sure your skin is extra clean. Could all be do things to help it. But I think the overall point take home from this podcast is that understanding that all of these symptoms are completely normal. 
and to not beat yourself up during our period. Now, that is not the time. Not, no, there's no time to beat yourself up. But now, that is not the time to really dig into scrutinizing yourself, okay? It can be a tough enough time for all of us anyway. Um, but doing things like gentle moving, making sure you're eating is with whole foods, healthy foods, you're getting enough rest. You know, you're doing things that are nice that are going to fill your cup up because your cup can feel freaking half empty when you do on. So doing things that feel nice are all going to help relieve these PMS symptoms from a mental standpoint, okay? So make sure you're doing that and you're looking after yourself. Girlies, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope it was informative. And if you did, please leave me a rating on Spotify or drop me a message at underscore em.powered. I would love to hear off you. And you know, I guess this is one that people are going to listen to when they are due on or they're experiencing these symptoms. So I do help, hope it helped girls. And yeah, um, any questions, drop me a message and I will catch you next time. Okay. Peace out. Love you. Bye.